The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Pori Horkin is joining us now. Uh, he is going to give gardening advice, member of the Horkin Garden Centre family and uh, an eminent horticulturist. Pori, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat, and what fantastic gardening weather we're having. Yeah, now, uh, potatoes. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can go into the shops and buy potatoes, uh, but they'll be all the predictable varieties. Yeah. You recommend planting our own so that we can get something a little different. Well, why not? I mean, you know, typically when you went to the green grocers or food market, it tends to be the old, you know, the common varieties, rooster potatoes, potatoes that look aesthetically beautiful, but, you know, maybe lack in flavour and taste. And there are many, many, literally hundreds of different varieties of potatoes. And potatoes are so synonymous with Ireland because we've got the perfect climate for growing them. And you don't need a big garden or ridges of potatoes to grow your own potatoes. You can simply grow them in pots and containers in something like a potato bag or a veggie bag simply on your patio or balcony. Or indeed, you can plant them out in raised beds and so on. But there's some lovely varieties, Pat, like Duke of York, Home Guards. There's a lovely purple variety called Purple Rain. The skin is actually nearly black on the outside and it's got this lovely purple skin inside with lovely dry flavour, a very sweet potato and a blight resistant potato but something very unusual and something different and Purple Rain in particular holds the purple colour even when it's cooked because many potatoes as you know they often lose their colour as they're cooked but Purple Rain is one of those lovely varieties, it's beautiful in salads, makes beautiful chips Vitabella for me is also a really good variety. It's a second early variety, a really creamy flavour. And again, it's one a variety you're just not going to get to buy in the shops, but so easy to grow. And if you're you're like me, Pat, and you're like chips and a, a floury, roasty potato, then yeah. I can certainly recommend Premier as probably one of the very best. Uh, Premier is actually used by McCain uh the McCain people that do the roast potatoes and chips, and that's a really good variety called Premier and um, Super Variety. But there's so many good varieties, and they're available at this time of year in your local garden centre. My advice is just to get them sprouted, take them out of their packets, put them into a seed tray, stick them in a bright location, maybe in your garage, somewhere frost-free but bright, get the little buds initiated. That's going to take three or four weeks, and that means then your potatoes are ready for planting at the end of February or the first week of March out of doors and do remember you don't need a big garden soil and they're great fun Pat yeah and you can do the grow bag or grow bag something on a patio whatever you can do it anything with a bit of soil um, you know and and try to do two different layers so you get a veggie bag you simply put a layer of compost at the bottom you put in three or four seed potatoes another layer of compost another three or four potatoes and then finally top it off with some compost and that keeps them frost free and they'll grow in the bag and they'll be ready to harvest sometime about the middle of June, maybe the late June, anytime from then on you can harvest your potatoes right through the season. They come in first earlies which are the first varieties that we pick and they're the varieties that you don't have to peel. You simply just put a bit of butter and salt on them and they're good to go. Um, and then you've got the secondaries and main crop varieties which store through the autumn and winter. Mm. So this is potato planting time. Get, get some popular varieties, get them sprouted for planting out then out of doors on the first week of March. I feel hungry. Time for lunch. <laughs> now, uh, Porik, I planted a lovely Japanese maple last summer with lovely leaves and colour. Now it just looks like a stick in the ground. Will the leaves come back? 
No leaves, no buds, nothing. That's from Eilish. It's January, Eilish. It's January. The, your beautiful Japanese maple is asleep at the moment. So you leave it alone. It's a deciduous plant. It, it should look like that. You're, you're describing the perfect Japanese maple to me in mid-January. So it's dormant at this time of year. It's not going to come into leaf until about the middle of March, early April, because they are frost sensitive. If Japanese maples come into growth too early, late frost can awfully damage them. So leave it alone. Let it sleep away and it'll come into growth as soon as the temperatures start to rise, about the middle of March, late March, early April, that time of year. And that's that time of year to give it a little bit of a feed. A question for your great gardener. I bought winter plants, but see they're being damaged at the moment by frost. Any help? Also, I bought a Christmas cactus and it never flowered. I still have it. Any advice? That's from Martina. Yeah, well- Well, Martina, keep your Christmas cactus inside. It is frost sensitive, so keep it in until certainly May. Then it can be placed out of doors in a semi-shaded kind of open position out of doors. And Christmas cacti is actually quite happy out of doors until about September. And we bring them back in then at that time of year to flower at Christmas. It's not uncommon for a young Uh, Christmas cacti plant not to flower in its first year because it's a relatively young plant but it will settle down to flowering and they're very long lived I mean you can have them up to 40 or 50 years at Christmas cacti so a little bit of patience with it keep it indoors start to feed it about the middle of March and then put it out of doors from about the middle of May onwards until the autumn and bring it back in. My pulmonarias have brown spots on the leaves what could be the cause? Oh, what a fantastic plant, Pat. Pulmonarias, the common name for them, are called lungworth because they were used years ago to, to um, you, anybody that had lung infections. Lungworth was actually used as a treatment. And their leaves are the shaped, shaped like lungs as well. They've got these beautiful speckled leaves. Lungworth or pulmonarias come into flower in March, April sort of period, early spring. But they do pick up a little bit of damage over the winter period. And that could be due to a thing called powdery mildew, that pulmonarias are susceptible in late summer, early autumn, particularly if the ground is very dry. It's nothing to worry about. The plant will kick back into growth as we come into the into February and early March. It'll come into flower for the spring. And then after flowering, pulmonarias should be cut down to ground level. Remove all the leaves, remove all the flowering stems. That stimulates new growth from the plant. And if you keep it well watered during the summer, you reduce the impact of powdery mildew on pulmonarias. But it's a beautiful plant, very easy to grow. I would highly recommend it for any garden. And it's a great ground covering plant pat it comes in different varieties blue and pink flowers a beautiful little plant Uh, can i move two young holly trees yeah it's a good time of year now in in mid-january early february to move evergreen plants in general so dig them up try not to disturb the root too too much so lift them and transplant them straight away making sure that when you're putting down plants that you do transplant they put down at the same original depth we often have the tendency to plant them a little bit deeper to make them firmer in the soil but that can cause problems so just make sure that they're planted at the original depth firm them in well and they'll be perfectly happy mm. And a final one briefly, when is the best time to plant grass? Uh, As in, can I do it around now in spite of the weather? 
Well, 10 degrees Celsius, Pat, is, is when grass will germinate. Uh, it's a, still a little bit cold at the moment. I would leave it maybe till the end of February, early March. Now, if February is very mild, you can certainly go ahead and sow the seed. But normally around the first week of March, once the temperatures are above 10 degrees Celsius, you, you're guaranteed that the grass will actually start to germinate. I would say to people, though, Pat, get out in the, this dry weather and get the lawn mowed. I trim my own on Sunday and it's looking great a couple of days later. All right, Porik, thank you very much uh, for all of that. And as you say, a great day for gardening. Where I am, it's blue skies, horizon to horizon.